They are one of the biggest bands in the world right now, at least in the world of metal. And they are back with a brand new release called Omens. Who am I talking about? Lamb of God, of course. And we will chat with bassist John Campbell next, right here on Chris Aiken Presents. What's up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken back once again with another edition of Chris Aiken Presents. And today we are going to be talking some omens, talking the brand new Lamb of God album, which is fantastic. You definitely need to buy it, not just stream it, but buy it. And uh, here to tell us all about it and their their big tour that they've got going and just everything that's going on is the bassist of the band, Mr. John Campbell. John, how are you, sir? Doing great. How are you doing, Chris? I am awesome, man. I'm I'm more awesome now that I got the advance of omens because my goodness, what an ass kicker this thing is, man. I'm glad you feel that way. I, I feel exactly the same. Uh, and we're really excited for uh, for this record to, to be received by the public. Absolutely. Well, dude, let's dig into this thing. Um, I, I'm always curious for a band like yours or any band that's been around for a long time. You know, critics like me will we'll all say this some form of, it either sounds like you explored new direction or it sounds like a throwback. We all do it. I'm sure you do a hundred interviews that all say the same shit. What I'm curious about is how do you guys actually approach? Do you approach and say, we have to continue or we need to change up stuff or don't rock the boat. Let's just do it. I mean, how do you approach before you start a record? Well, I, th I think um, it comes together very organically in that uh, Chris and Willie, the main songwriters, are, are throwing riffs around and, and working parts into parts. Uh, and then they'll get up with Josh. The three of them will get together and they'll uh, okay. continue some writing sessions. Uh, and then we all come in on it and, uh, and work on it. And we want to outdo ourselves. We, we always are pushing to do something better. Um, but it's, it's not a that we don't go in planning like this is how this is going to happen we need to do this we need to do that it's just kind of grows organic like oh wow this part would sound great with uh this uh, uh for instance embers the song embers we mm -hmm. had written the part and it was like man that's just like a 90s kind of that that chino's vocals would have fit perfect for that but that sure. was not thought of when the part was written it just came as it organically grew it was like wow you know what would make this part cool is if we could do that um and we continue doing that uh we we don't go in saying okay we need to have randy need to do clean vocals on three songs it's nothing like that it's just sure. the songs kind of bubble up organically and we try to dress them as appropriately do you do you guys ever hear pieces parts or whole songs and say now we kind of already covered this before or does it never happen what was what will happen sometimes is a batch of songs that we've been working on will come time like okay, which ones are we going to push towards a record and there'll be two songs that have maybe a similar character okay and we'll say okay well that one kind of holds that place on this record 
uh, one of these two will do that. And I think this one does it better or this song's better for whatever reason. So that that's more how that would happen. Okay. Well, well, John, let, let, let's dig into the band a little bit. Obviously, this is Art Cruz's second release with the band. So he's now, you know, he's now comfortable, I'm assuming, where first record, he's probably learning everything and afraid to do anything wrong and, you know, all that stuff, <laughs> especially in a bigger band like Lamb of God, you know. Sure, so sure. now that he's settled in and you guys all know each other well, you know, how much input did he or does he get into not necessarily the, the writing process, because I know that's not how you work, but maybe the creativity of, you know, laying in his own types of fills or solos or. Oh, sure. Like, we, yes, we, someone in that position needs to be able to throw their bits of flavor and flair in um, and not just play by the books, uh, just, you know, what's expected. Um, there may be times where, where he may be encouraged to like, hey, there's a part where you need to go totally apeshit here or maybe pull this part back down to this. Right. But that's all like kind of shared around everyone just kind of making suggestions on what, what might work and what might sound better. Um, and Art is is a very creative dude who, who has thrown out some ideas on like what he's doing and how that would incorporate with uh, with uh, the songs that we're putting together. Right on. How long did it take for you personally? Because obviously the bassist and the drummer, that's, you know, that's one piece to a lot of people. How... How long did it take for you to gel with him and to get to where he knows what you're going to do and you know what he's going to do more in the live setting, <clears> obviously. Right. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we we've we met Art a long time ago, and and he and I were really good friends. Uh, but then when you get in on stage and playing stuff, uh, you know, you you got to be communicating on that level also. And it did not take that long. Um, certainly, like a a good example is like the ends of songs that may have a slowdown. As you're just playing the riff, but you'd play the last four notes in each like sure. exponentially slower kind of thing. That's the time where you've got to be able to feel each other and know what's happening. Uh, and that 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 took, I mean, to be able to like feel like I really know exactly where that stuff's going to be, and I don't have to watch him out of the corner of my eye. Uh, right. it, it, it probably was into the into the first tour with him. Like it wasn't okay. that long. He, he he's phenomenal and and uh, and a really consistent, solid drummer. Excellent. Well, well, John, obviously, man, listening to the album to Omens, it, it's it's definitely in your face. Oh my not not that you guys ever do anything soft, but my goodness, every song just pummels you from from minute one till the end. For 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 you guys, you know, it's obviously a different time with the pandemic, and I'm sure you wrote some of it or most of it in the pandemic, if not all of it. Um how how did you approach that differently? to make sure that you didn't write what so many bands did write, which is just a pandemic influenced, you know, darker record. Right. Well, I, I think there's no way that you can't be influenced by the pandemic having lived sure. through it. Um, but just not to wear that influence on your sleeve, I guess is, is what you're getting at. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, I mean, I think we're, <laughs> we've, we're just that band that wouldn't necessarily do that, I guess. Um, but it's more subtle. The, okay. the influence of that it has, but you know, it's a very angry, pissed off record. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. you've heard you've heard the whole record, but even the, I have, yeah. Uh, the singles coming out, like Omens, like that that could have mm -hmm. come out six years ago, that could have come out two years ago, and it could come out now, and it's still the the message is kind of the same. Sure. It, it, were you guys isolated when you recorded? Mean, and did you do it the way so many did with the Zoom calls and the? the mp3 things or were you able to get together to do things yeah for the for that record we were able to get together to do things we uh 
we put out the self-titled right as the pandemic hit. Right. Um, and then we did, uh, we, we wrote and recorded a song for the Bill and Ted, um, for the Bill and Ted movie. Uh, mm -hmm. That was all done in our own little compounds. Um, but this, yeah, by the time we got to doing this record, it, it was, um, the pandemic was subsided enough that we were able to come together and, and do things. Um, we tracked in February in Los Angeles and in the studio, uh, you had to get temperature check coming in every day. Right. And, yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, slowing us down that much, but it was certainly not, not the normal thing. It sure didn't feel like you were doing, doing metal, did it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it is still us and you just walk down the hall and around the corner into our studio and it's, it's very metal. Right. Definitely. Now, now for you personally, uh, you know, during the pandemic, I, I'm imagining like everybody else, it, it was, it was extended time off, you know, which, which you guys never, ever, ever have had since, since burn the priest even. I mean, there's yeah, never I been that. I have not sat that still for that long. What, what did you do with it? Did you use <laughs> it to try and grow creatively? Did you just try to be homebody guy? I mean, what did you try to, I was, try to I do? I was a homebody guy. Uh, you know, I, I've got, um, I've got a lot of musical instruments in my house, uh, different stringed instruments and such. And I, I you know, I, even pandemic or no, I'm walking the house like, Oh, Hey, let me pick that up and blah, 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 do a right. little something. Um, so keeping, keeping the creative juices flowing in that way. Um, but no, it was, you know, it was a shitty experience. Like for me, like it was for everyone else. <laughs> right. Like, let's not do that again. <laughs> well, let's hope not, man. Well, I'll tell you what, um, John, let's, let's do this. Let's, uh, since we're talking about the music on Omens, let's give people a, a little taste of it. Um, I figured we'd start with the Nevermore video since that's the, um, I believe that's the first taste you gave everybody of, of the new yeah, well, album. Mm -hmm. uh, so why don't you tell me about this song and about, and about the video shoot? Oh, now you're going to make me think about what that video shoot was. Well, I can like, pull it up. With me. Uh, I'm, there you go. There oh, are. my God, this son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this was, we were on tour. And as you can see, we're in the back of a truck there. And all of those shots that are like, the camera's like really close to each dude. We had to wear a rig that you've got this camera mounted on you. And it sucks. Okay. It sucks. <laughs> um, but we did that on, on a day off. God, I hate all the shots of myself in this video <laughs> uh but yeah this was uh we went and pounded this out um in the middle of the tour oh wow and uh awesome. yeah it was a it was a day off on a tour and uh we wouldn't film the parts we're in and the guys who made the video went on to to do the rest right um but yeah it's a really cool video the, the concept is really neat i, I like the, the, there's a storyline behind it um but filming it, <laughs> that sucked. Like <laughs> filming videos just sucks in general. Right. It, it, it probably sucks too, because you don't really get a lot of bang for it, do you? Other than, I mean, obviously people watch it on YouTube, but you know, it's not like the old MTV days, I guess. Sure. But I, I wouldn't know what that meant to put out a video in the old MTV yeah, days. True. Got Good point. But it's, I mean, it's cool. It's another, it's just more content to, to, to push the music. Um, and I'm not mad at them, even though I say they, they suck and are a pain in the ass to make. <laughs> um, I, I think they, they hold a place. It kind of helps to, uh, when you put a visual with the music, it helps to kind of keep people's attention going. And, uh, sure. thankfully we are at the point where we can make some pretty decent videos. 
Absolutely. Well, let's let's let people hear it as well as see it. We'll play a little bit of the video. Uh, this is the video for Nevermore. It is off of Omens from Lamb of God. We are talking with John Campbell. And John, we will play it right now and then we'll be back and talk some more. Can't, can't wait. That was Nevermore, brand new video from Lamb of God from the Omens release, which by the time this thing airs will be out. Thank God. It's yes. been, it seems like we've been we're waiting forever, right, like, man. We have. We, we we recorded in February and we started teasing shortly afterwards. So, you know, it's the <laughs> for, long tease. For us fans, it's a long time. For you guys where you've been living, I mean, you've been living with it, you know, by the time you wrote it too, probably a year, right? Yeah, pretty close. close to it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're ready to do another one. <laughs> ah, no, not quite yet. We need to tour and support this one. But yes. Right. I hear you. Well, well, John, speaking of touring, you guys obviously are going out on this incredibly metal tour with Kill Switch and Baroness and a bunch motionless and white. You know, a lot a lot of yeah. great bands, man. Um for for right now, I, I've only been out to a couple of shows you know, pretty much since COVID has kind of subsided. And the one thing I've noticed is that there's a lot less people in front of bands that I would have really expected to be sold out. You know, I, I mean, and, and oh, I don't shit. know now, if it's... Now you get me scared. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you guys, you guys are a much bigger band than, you know, I'll, I'll say who it was. Seven Dust was the, was the one, you know, and, and they always draw real well. And I'm sure you know those guys, but, sure. you know, I, I went out and saw them and here at the uh cleveland agora and it was like 500 people maybe for for that big Damn. room and i was like huh, what's going on you know <laughs> but i mean how recently was this uh two three months not that may it was in may so was that okay. four months not that long ago yeah i'm trying to think of how uh freaked out people were getting about the economy and, yeah, and that it, stuff at that point and I, I, I think that those sorts of things affect people spending their hard-earned money on tickets sure well, there's a lot right now. I mean, that that's that's really the scare factor is there's, you know, the, the $5 gas, there's the $15 box of fish sticks at the grocery store. There's, you know, there's all those things, as well as just the fact that people are still a little bit afraid to just go out and be around a crowd. And on top of that, there's a lot of people out selling tickets for, for music. So there's, there's, True. You know, there's only so many tickets that you can afford to buy. So that has a lot of uh, effect on it as well. Sure. Now, now with Lamb of God, obviously being a bigger band, you know, I, I'm seeing more and more like the, the biggest one I've seen recently was Anthrax canceling a tour because of financial and they couldn't, and bus 
you know, problems with buses. I've heard like Striper canceled their tour because they couldn't get a bus because all the buses are rented. You know, oh, that that happens. Uh, what uh, I didn't hear about them having to cancel the tour from, from it. I, I've heard about Anthrax not playing a show because of the the staging was completely yeah. screwed. But I I heard about them canceling the yeah, tour. They, they they canceled their European tour because of oh, financial man. reasons, and you know, and, I, and I'm assuming that financial reasons means cost you're of not, gas and getting around and that when you do the budget that you're going to lose yeah. money on a tour well why, exactly. why are we going to go do that <laughs> yeah but I, I i'm curious for you guys you guys are obviously a step above that as far as the you know the the stature of what well, not necessarily the history but the stature right now lamb of god is a bigger draw than anthrax i mean that's i think that's fair you know, yeah, yeah, it's out of my mouth, not yours. The the question though I have is do you have concerns about going out there with the the new era of costs and what it takes to be out there as a band? Uh yeah, I think I, there there are concerns, but you know, this is the world we live in and <clears throat> we have to navigate it as best we can. And at this point, we can still make it work. Um this is not the 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 80s or the pre uh, internet and uh, the pre internet days where there were just insane piles of money at, waiting you at every gig. Sure. Uh, but you know it's it's we're, we're small businessmen and, <laughs> and and it's and it's right now that our mom and pop heavy metal band is a uh, is is doing okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, John, is, and you guys are probably the biggest ones that have done this so far, although other bands I'm sure are doing this, is this whole situation that you guys have been thrust into of having backups, you know, having Mark Hunter show up, having um, Joe from Fit for an Autopsy show up for gigs. And, and obviously COVID is a consideration now. Is is that even comfortable to think about that you have to have a backup on standby to I'm sure you never did this before. It, it never did it before. It is comforting that we are able to do so. Um we've had Phil Demel, uh the fill in villain sure. cover a bunch of shows for us. Uh and I he's an amazing dude and I really love that we've had a chance to play with him. Um but yeah, this is this just that's what things are now. You know, you don't want to cancel shows because somebody's uh, somebody's sick. Right. And in the old day, in the old days, you would play a show sick unless you were like deathly ill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now with uh, with this virus, I guess you know you catch that virus and you got to go quarantine. So you're sure. you're off the stage for that. So it's you know just it, the show must go on. And and if you didn't plan for that, well, we we would be uh, that would be our 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 bad. Sure. Did, did you guys take, you know, and I'll, I'll preface this by saying it is a double-edged sword. No matter what you do, somebody's going to complain. If you have a replacement that's ready to go, everybody, you know, there's half the people like, well, I paid to see these five guys. And, you know, you, you get it both ways. Did you guys get I, any of that? None of it filtered down to me. I'm sure there was somebody. <laughs> there, there had to have been kids uh, who were like, what, what the fuck? But, right. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, well, I saw it. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I saw it on this end. But, you know, it, it, it's that weird thing. But it, at the same time, if you would have canceled, then you would have had a whole other side of people that would have been like, I waited two years for this tour, and then they didn't show up. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it, it is a double-edged sword, you're right. Um, but ultimately, you know, we're, we're, we're 
scheduled to play these shows and, and go kick ass with some heavy metal. And we are doing everything we can to be prepared to do that. Absolutely, man. Well, and, and like we said before, you've got this great tour, you know, with Killswitch. Now, how does this work? Is Killswitch on all of it and then Baroness and Motionless and White kind of swap some of the shows or how does that and, work? Oh, man, there's a, I'm, I'm a complete ding dong for not having that uh, list of bands in my head or in front of me, but I know there's a bunch of rotating casts in the front, Fit for an Autopsy, Spirit Box. Um, okay. And I'm an asshole for not being able to name them right now. <laughs> Trying to pull it up here, Lamb of God, sure. Kill Switch Engage Tour. Let's see what it says here. I can't even. Oh, shit, it's not going to tell me that. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll punch it in. I, I can thank you. It thank you. Yeah, yeah. If you look right here and right here, yeah. <laughs> you can see where all these uh, shows are going to be and right. what do. <laughs> awesome. Well, man, when you, when you go out on a tour like this, and, and I mean, I've seen Lamb of God. 20 times or so i've seen you guys a ton whether it was solo shows or opening for metallica or you know i've seen tons and tons of you guys playing and it's not like you guys ever have a problem raising your energy game any i mean you guys <laughs> hit the stage a thousand miles an hour i'm curious though with this kind of touring that you're doing with a lot of younger hungry bands they're going to push. They're going to push to be as heavy as they can. Does that, do you guys actually feel that? Or do you kind of always, you don't worry about it because you know what you're coming in to do? Well, we, we, uh, it's probably more that we don't worry about it because we know what we're going to do. But that's kind of, you know, when you play shows like this, we intend to wipe the stage with everyone else <laughs> right. in, a, in a very competitive way, very friendly way, but very competitive. Um, and the, we, that's, Part of the reason why we come out at a thousand miles an hour. Sure. Um, good luck to any bands that are that are gunning for us in that regard. But you know, somebody will come along. Right. W was there ever a time or a tour where you didn't feel like you did that? There would have been a couple shows, maybe, where we definitely sure. dropped the ball and had some shitty shows. Like, well, you guys win tonight. <laughs> right. But most of the time, you come off stage. Uh, <laughs> I love fucking with uh with the if if we're opening or doing direct support for somebody i love coming off the stage right before they go I'm like all right sure turn man good luck with that <laughs> yeah go get it <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah i i i think of all the shows that i've seen you guys play it was and this is a long time ago but um i i just remember the tour that you guys did with slipknot one of the early tours with slipknot 2005 maybe. yeah just a while ago and you guys i mean both shows it's very rare. I mean, I love going to shows and mixing it up and getting in the pit and just being silly. That's one of those that at the end of the show, I just found a chair and was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then Slipknot comes on. So Yeah. Well, you guys and Slipknot. And then it was like, man, I was like crawling to my car. <laughs> you know? <laughs> very intense, which is a great thing. And I'm glad that it still happens that way with you yeah. guys. Now, now, John, you guys have obviously, um, announced this tour here which takes you basically to the holidays right it takes you just about this, to thanksgiving uh, the tour on now will roll us up through the end of october and we're okay. home for a little bit before heading out back out to uh europe that'll okay. take us pretty much right up to christmas okay and then and then obviously it's a new record and not only is it a new record but you really didn't get the full opportunity to promote or tour the other record so does that mean another year kind of solid in 2023 of touring i would say that we are definitely going to be 
doing quite a bit of touring. Um, we're, we were just in Europe for the first time in three years. Uh, there's a lot of other places we need to get back to that we haven't been to in forever. And that's, that's the plan. Very good. I'm imagining, and you don't have to tell me because it's, if it's not announced, but I'm imagining some of the festivals in, in Europe are probably at least on the radar. Do those still, especially like Vakken, you know, of all of them, but, but all of them are so huge. Do you still, I mean, you've, you've played a million shows. Do you still go out there in front of a hundred thousand people and be like, Oh, you know, look at all these in people. a good way. Yes, yeah, absolutely. But it's just like, Oh yeah, this is great. <laughs> because, because when you're up there and you're, you know, giving everything to the show and hitting, hitting the ground running, uh, it's an energy exchange kind of between the bands sure. and the people in the crowd. And as the crowds get bigger and bigger and bigger, it's just like, it's, uh, it's there's more power there, I guess. Right. And it, and it can be, it can be insanely intense. Right. Yeah. And I, I just can't even, I can't even fathom that many people all, pretty, you know, singing cool. and stuff to you. That's, that's yeah, got to be cool. intense. <laughs> and then flags waving in the crowds and you look at the very back and there's these little, right. tiny little heads back there. Yeah. <laughs> or you can't even see them. Do you, do you ever, do you, ever, this is just me being a, a goofball here, I guess, but do you ever play a show like that and then go to like YouTube or something and watch yourselves play and look at it and go, wow, look at all those people. It didn't seem like it was that many people when I was playing it. No, I think we're pretty aware of the amount of people when we're out there <laughs> playing. But I I will go back and, and look on YouTube to see if uh, see how the show's looking. Just right. kind of get a feel for what it is. And then you'll just hate yourself for the whole time. You're like, oh, uh, man, what am I doing here? No, no, no. That's <laughs> videos. That happens when I do videos. Generally, when I watch the live performer, it's like, oh, fuck, yeah, that was great. Right. <laughs> Very good, man. Well, well, dude, obviously, uh, new release, Omens, is is getting ready to drop. It is fantastic. If you're a Lamb of God fan, there's 0% chance that you will be disappointed. I mean, absolutely none. Um, so John, why don't you tell people where we should send them to buy the record and to keep up with tour dates and all that good stuff? Well, of course, at our website, uh, at lamb-of-god.com slash tour has all of our tour dates on it. If you're going to go buy a record, which I would greatly appreciate, go to a locally independent, a local independently owned record store and okay. support a local small business and, and buy your stuff through them. It, you want to do some of the pre-ordering and look around to see what's where you get special different packages for different where depending on where you buy it um there's some really cool vinyl that's coming out uh and yeah i, I would say support uh support your local businesses first and then uh you know expand out to find it if you can't find it in that way excellent well one more time the name of the album is omens and john i figured the best way to wrap this one up would be to play the video for omens um that's if right. you remember, what can you tell I me do. about that no, this video is a good one. shoot? We, uh, we, we filmed this at the National in Richmond, okay. um, which is an amazing theater that we've played in many times. I've seen a bunch of shows there. Um, and we we went in and, and did our part with the uh, with the director and everybody. And then uh, then they continued on with all of the uh, the, the sideshow, freak show sure. uh, storyline of it. And uh, yeah, it was it was we actually filmed two videos that day, but it was fairly quick and easy as far as videos go um Excellent. we're thankfully working with professional people who know what they're doing and you know all we have to do is stand there and wait for them to say okay action and then pretend <laughs> like you're playing right <laughs> nice well let's check it out this is omens from the album omens it's lamb of god and john campbell thanks so much for joining me here on Crusader my pleasure Z. man